potentially YouTube land. <laughs> Actually, it's YouTube land. Hello, YouTubers. Hello, YouTubers. We're working on the LinkedIn because they're being fun right now. Well, anyway, <laughs> I am Gina, Mama Epps, I'm and we are your Hemp Sisters over at Hemp Sisters Nation. And we just wanted to do a little quick intro to ourselves today and kind of let you guys know who we are what we're all about and you know a little, little this and a little that yeah, so thank you. and we actually want to celebrate a quick milestone really quick which is our 500 plus youtube subscribers yes. so thank you so thank much you. for your support and thank you i mean really cool this is new to us um we've only been on youtube a few months so i think this is our fourth month maybe yeah, so you nice. know we're, we're a ride yeah so we're, we're excited this would be technically like episode 18 sit down interview situation so that's really cool pretty solid guys very, pretty very solid. solid so we're excited <laughs> um so let's talk a little bit about us uh yeah. gnl wellness gnl wellness is our umbrella company that's it's where my very best friend on the planet and i merged our businesses <laughs> And maybe I can even go back a step. Please do. Yes. Like, how do we even get to GNL? Like, oh, well, GNL for life, that. but. <laughs> Mo and I actually have known each other since the very day we were born. Yes. Literally. I am a few years older and our moms were best friends. Our dads were best friends. So we were raised together. Um, our children have been raised together. So we are. We are generational. We are generationally tied. Yeah, so the not your average partnership, not your average business adventure. I mean, we are closer than sisters, possibly. So I have a lot more things in common with my non-blood sister than I actually have. Yeah, with my yeah. Sister. I mean, it's the relationship is just—it's an incredible blessing, an incredible blessing. So, I came from an education background. Lo was in hotel yeah. management, hospitality, yeah. and so we just kind of merged our superpowers and got to, into the cannabis industry. We did. We took uh, uh, a little bit. I'm from the hospitality industry, so I took in a skill set with uh, dealing with all kinds of people, you know, um, to be able to apply that to what we were trying to do, uh, you know, together for being new moms or starting new families. Right. And, right. Yeah. And Gina Wellness uh, birthed in. It was born. It was born. So, you know, Gino Wellness, we worked with a lot of products, uh, hemp oil products, CBD products, uh, full spectrum, isolate. We really kind of dabbled in everything. Uh, we formulated industries only CBD eye drops, still yeah. today. So that's, that was pretty cool. Yeah, just take a moment to appreciate, you know, what that looks like because, you know, that is still, uh, that is what, five years now? Yeah, we're going on five years. Five years. This year it'll be five years. Formulated that, um, you know, and besides the obstacles that the federal government has shot out, you know, um, man, just really taking an innovative step to uh, show what this plant can do. Right. And holistically, like that's what we're all about. You know, we're not going to tell you to stay away from pharmaceuticals Mm -hmm. and don't worry about your doctor. You'll never hear that from us. But 
we will ask you to please do some research and be open-minded. That's that's really the only thing we would ever ask of anybody, be open-minded, because we have a lot of education to share and we want to share it with everybody. Yeah, well, speaking of education, uh, Jane and I, the team that we've been working with for Three, two, over two and a half years, yeah. almost three years. Um, you know, we took a lot of that skill set and helped them to create a uh, curriculum course uh, surrounding cannabis. So we've had for seed to sell um, from from literally from beginning to end. Brought that curriculum to uh, lots of medical groups. Uh, yeah. Really trying to the American Medical Association, the American Medical Association of right. Accreditation. Yeah, really trying to get you know, um, people to understand that it's medicine as well. You know, we have to start, you know, breaking those taboos and then really just trying to explain people what that does in their body, why, how hemp supports your health, right. um, which is literally like the first module, <laughs> you know, how does hemp support your health? And, you know, if you are tech, uh, technical and not afraid of technical language, you know, it's not over the top, but it, you know, it has some, you know, some big words, but again, it's really about, talking about the plant and connecting it in a real way to why it's important for your health. So that's right. and like you said specifically that was for doctors. So yeah. there's there's a reason it's written in that level. You know, we needed them to understand it where they could break it down to their patients to make sure they understand it. But Lowe has also made an entire other version of that. Right. Something a little bit more so that when you are employees, the narrative where um, everybody's talking about the same thing. One of the biggest challenges in the cannabis space is people not um, sharing the same information. Um, we, we do navigate through a very gray area when we talk about their effect because we're not allowed to do that. Right. Um, you know, the FDA does not have a treat, cure, prevent stamp on there. So that's, you know, where, that, where it goes. But So it's really about, you know, giving employees the basic or, you know, your staff the basics. Um, and allowing them to navigate in something responsible when they're talking about products, you know, right. um, and that's where I think where, where we found a lot of the gaps in the cannabis space, you know, I don't want to say run amok, but run amok, <laughs> you know, running awesome. amok with mismarketing. Again, the thing is really, you know, it's like deregulated until you're caught doing something. And right. then it's, you know, a learning milestone for other companies, but that's, you know, <laughs> it's not going to cut it. It's not going to cut it. We have to move forward. And, and how you do that is through education, you know. Right. right. Absolutely. Marky Mark. Hi, Mark. Marky Mark. Mark. That's like a dream. Marky B. <laughs> Hi. Thanks for coming <laughs> in. See studios. Marky, send message on the wire that LinkedIn's not connecting. <laughs> yeah, LinkedIn shut us Can down. You? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, come on, come on, come yeah. on. Go tag me in a post, please, with our YouTube link. <laughs> Marky B in the house. Um, okay, so, so all right, so we talked about um, Gina Wellness yes. and kind of where that was. I'm going to go back one step to where Hemp Sisters was born, and that was really just 100% education. So, I, you know, we started more advocacy and yes. activism and education, and we started that mainly on Facebook, and I'm going back 10 years on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, we It's epic. Yeah, and, and, you know, Facebook yes. is infamous for censorship and... Yeah. You know, I, I live in Facebook jail, but that is where it all began. Um, so we have to give the give a little credit there, tiny bit, <laughs> tiny bit of credit. Um, but that's where it started. So Hem Sisters was all about just education and teaching people about this plant and different uses of the plant, whether it's industrial or nutritional or medical. We talked about it all. 
and not everyone's ready to hear that, but you know, it, it was important for us to make sure people understood this plant. I gave up my entire teaching career for this plant so I could be honest about it. And you know, that's, that's as real as it gets. So, you know, 10 years straight, we're educating and educating and building this network. And, you know, we're gosh, to date almost 60,000 people now on Facebook in this Hem Sisters community that's, you know, business networking and personal networking and asking for recommendations and products and, and you name it, you know, you name it. And that's where Lo and I started to kind of see a bigger vision. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that experience with uh, getting in that com the Facebook community and what what really happened, which was the the relationships formed right. between the individuals uh, that were coming in there. It was not a place. I mean, sure, there are people in there like trying to sell your products and all that stuff. Right. It was people that were there with stories about their life and how cannabis had changed our lives. Right. And I think like the little seed in our own brain was was just that that particular sense of the community because. It, you know, we're, it was all around the one plant, right? These conversations and the amount of people, um, the the life-altering stories and, and things. endless. <clears throat> I mean, that they're, they're right, right. And I think Hemp Sisters Nation, all those years later, was really just the, you know, we have community. It may not be ours, but we're all sharing this community around yes. this plant. And we really, with that, comes a lot of issues, right? When we're, you know, with people in their own lives and the network that we have being able to put people together. Right. Um, <clears throat> that's that's the overall picture of it. You know, Hemsters Nation really isn't a monetary thing. You know, right. it's, I mean, it's, there's things to do through that, but it's really about, you know, finding each other and looking for opportunities to learn from each other um, and apply, you know, our life experiences um, to help each other grow. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. <laughs> You're yeah, hired. Clayton, pop in there. Hi, hey, John. John. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. Yeah, that was kind of fun. Yeah. So, okay. So, Hemp Sisters Nation. And, uh, you know, I, I think, and then just getting a little, like, our toes dipped into LinkedIn with this plant. Because, you know, LinkedIn is a very different platform than Facebook. And, you know, that was a lot easier mm -hmm. on Facebook. But on LinkedIn, you know, the education, which we found out quickly, was much more needed than we thought. Like we, it was a reality check and a half of where the average human yeah. is on this plant. You know, we're in Facebook, we're preaching to the choir a lot of the times because you're in the community. It's other cannabis yeah. people, it's other hemp people, it's growers and it's retailers and it's patients and it's people that live and breathe this plant. Yeah. But you come to LinkedIn and like, what do you mean it can replace paper and I can eat it? Like, you know what I mean? It's, yeah, that was holy cow. Experience because Gene oh, and I—that was us ten years ago. It's so, it was so humbling. Like, oh, we really missed a couple steps for new people. Oh my gosh! So that experience has helped us understand. Like, okay, what kind of start? Right. Because like we're over here, like you know, on a cellular level. <laughs> right. Right. And that's not where everybody's at. And that was because we had been around a community of people that, like you said, knew right. all of that. It was like. Oh no, there's like 85% of the population that is still sing and dare. Right. You know what I mean? Hey, Rob. Welcome. Thank you. Howard. Thank you. Howard. Yay. Have you go on a mystery tour? LinkedIn decided no, no bueno today. Yeah. We live. It's like, oh, LinkedIn's not going to do it. We're like, whatever. Forgot you. Never. Never. 
we yeah. text daily. Yeah. Um, okay, so then Hemp Sisters Nation, yeah. So we wanted to, wanted to bring a little more of the community more to the average person, not to the community, to the already existing community. So, you know, we opened up to LinkedIn and started doing a little more educating and talking about this plant and the results were yeah, like, we, yeah. we had Sad. no idea what we stepped into. I mean, no idea. Robert, they didn't <laughs> so we, we really had to, you know, retweak the business model. And now we're coming up with some courses because yeah. I mean, you guys are nonstop about what you want to learn now about this plant. So we mm -hmm. are working every day to make sure we get you guys everything you need to be able to make good choices in your life. Is that it, Rob? Really? Did he say it? Yeah, that's what he said. Roll up for the head mystery <laughs> tour. All aboard. Oh, wow. realize wow. LinkedIn. Be your guide. Somebody told us that we had one love charms. So it's true. There's a song about it. <laughs> um, all right. What else can we talk about? Feed my oh, starving yeah. children. Yeah. Um, you guys know this. We talked about this on LinkedIn. Um, Lo and I have been doing a lot of awareness for June being National Hunger Awareness Month. So. These statistics are staggering. And we got a little deflated when I put up a poll on LinkedIn and it seemed like as many people that wanted to upgrade their Netflix was about the same amount of people that wanted to save a starving child. Right. So that's not okay. <laughs> I don't know if it's the education. Well, it's the honesty. I think maybe the only thing I could comprehend because of the total shock of that was that maybe we didn't explain what we are trying to show you guys right. in a better way. Um, so Gina and I, uh, you know, this childhood hunger uh, and bringing awareness around hunger has been something that's kind of part of things that we are and things that we want to see changed, you know, and the only way to do that is to make the change, be right. the change, be the change, <laughs> right? So what we were putting our feet out is like, how, what, what would be the best way? Because we don't want to be like, oh, you know, buy something from us so that we can do this. Right. Because we do that with or without you. Every product that's sold feeds a starving child. Right. Like every single product that our team sells. And that's, that's been happening for three years already. Yeah, exactly. But that's not enough. <laughs> so we need more. And we need you guys. Yeah. It was not okay that 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 feeling, but you know, not not discouragement. Okay, so where do we go when people don't understand? We regroup, we regroup and we, we go for education. Right? We did get a lot. Hey, of, you would think, John, we're we're gonna make sure you do. <laughs> you will evolve right, around us <laughs> every day. Do you know? You want to help children, right? You want right. to save our children, right? <laughs> That's what you want. Forty-five percent of children around the world, and the United States included, 45% of children under five die from malnutrition. 45% of children die from malnutrition. Okay, so again, this isn't like, there, there's literally no uh, disease that can make such a claim. Um, it's literally the, the you know, uh, that's weird. Uh, it's literally, you know, the number one health risk, especially for facing with children, right? It's a human caused problem and it's a human solution problem. Right. So how do we do that? Okay. So we put out the poverty ebook and thank you for everybody that did, uh, you know, go through and read it because there were a lot of links in there because it's not just about our cause and what we, where we want to see things going. Like, this is something that you can do in your life, and science will back it up about how it makes you a better person in general. And God <laughs> forbid we make the planet a better place in the process. I mean, can you imagine? So, no, absolutely. You're right. Yes, it, it is 45%. Uh, yes, I, you did not hear me. 
it is incorrectly. Um, you know, so again, this is not, um, we did the first, we were going to kind of come out with the hunger thing, but then after the poll thing came in, it was like, maybe we're just not we need more. given the full picture here right. because it's not just hunger. Hunger is a symptom of poverty. Right. Um, and that issue uh, is being addressed globally, you know, through the United Nations and all their sustainability. And there's so much philanthropy around this issue because again, like you can't solve the world's problems on like empty stomachs and human misery, man. You just can't. So if it's me selling you a bracelet that you're going to wear and rock and, uh, you know, that fed a kid for a week, your purchase, I'm not trying to get you to buy the bracelet. I'm trying to get you to feed a kid for a week. Right. That's the goal, right? Like I'm, I'm not a fashion designer, but I'm going to make a bracelet so that you could feed a kid for a week. Right. Um, no, Rob, it's a, it's disgustingly high percentage. And again, there's no disease on the planet that, uh, you know, um, can meet that mark. There's no cancer that has that kind of a death Nothing. rate. No, There's no this, COVID that has that kind of a death rate. No, this, this needs to be discussed and we're not going away. And my network's only growing. Lois's network's only growing. So, and with all of your guys' help and support, I mean, you guys are huge inter integral part of all of this yeah. because the word of mouth and you telling, you know, your network, like, Hey, listen, we could feed a starving child for an entire month Unless then I'll spend on coffee this week or or in two days, literally, guys, literally. Yeah. So we had a lot coming out. And John, you know, you're right. It's a political house. So right. Poverty uh, itself is a, you know, a very complex socioeconomic situation. You know what I mean? Which to bring up why we support Feed My Children is because of their delivery rate. Right. Um, you know, the 98.6% of their shipments actually made it to where they were going to go. All of their uh, the people that provide the food and the nutrition um, are local uh, businesses, right? Mm -hmm. the, they may probably have some philanthropy through some larger donations and stuff. And the nutritional value, right? These are specifically formulated to meet the nutritional needs of a growing human being. Um, and there, uh, when we start to introduce a little bit more what we're doing, you'll have some real hard stats about that and what that looks like. Uh, what kind of lives to change. I mean, look at it this way. For like $1,000, you know, you can actually feed an entire community of children, 25 children for a year. That is, you know, um, that is uh, something, again, you know, if we just took one day out of the year to do that for 25 kids, do a, you know, not out of your own pocket even, right. spreading the word, throwing an event out there and literally. Exactly. He's saying when he when he was a kid, he you know worked with Unicef. Same thing. Oh, yeah, exactly. It's nothing for us. It's a cup of coffee for us. Mm -hmm. the, something we do every day of our life without a thought. You know, you you go to the coffee house, you get your, your coffee, you start your day, wh whatever your routine is. Mm -hmm. You're spending five bucks a time, and if that five dollars could potentially feed a child for a month, mm -hmm. if we're not doing it, uh, we need to take a look at why. And, you know, everyone needs to save money. We're not all rich. We're not all, you know, set for life. I get that. But I don't believe, and you'd have a hard time convincing me that you don't have $5 a month. I, I, I would have a hard time buying that. I don't care who you are if you're on LinkedIn. Down to, uh, you know, not everybody. Uh, here, maybe the place to start, Gina, is trying to, you know, show people what philanthropy is. You know, we always hear about, you know, Warren Buffett and his $3 billion a year donated. Right. And it becomes something like somebody else is handling it. That's a lot of right, money. Right, right. Or you think you need a lot of money to help people. You need a lot of money. Right. That's We're not trying to help people. I'm going to put a link in our little chat here really quick because if you have not um, done it, 
Uh, yeah, this is the ebook on poverty. Inside that ebook is a place where you can um, click a link for local volunteer options around your area, et cetera. Um, and I think I think that's going to be a good place to start. You know, maybe to understand right. some of those processes. And even in that book, we put down, you know things you can do. I mean, it's literally something as small as like smiling at somebody. We got a lot of free things in this book that you right. can do to change someone's life. Gina and I's passion is in feeding children. That might not be yours. And that's okay. Yeah. I, for one, at one point, like one goal I have is like, I want to be able to stand in front of people that, you know, have problems with addiction and talk to them, you know what I mean? And share that and spread my help and charity that way. Right. So we just, you know, we really just define something you're passionate about and then, you know, put action to it. You know what I mean? No, you're right. Mark, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's literally that. I mean, it's, it's 80, 80 cents. There it is. If you can live without a Starbucks once a week, you could save a village of children. I mean, you're, you're onto something there. And mm -hmm. if, if someone reads that and how do you justify I, I just don't know. I mean, like if you have even a hint of empathy or compassion or you really believe that we're all in this together and we're all one and this is our planet. And unless we work together to make it a better place, it's going to shit. Yeah. Like you can't just say that. You have to mean it and act on it. And that's all of us. That's all of us. Yeah. There's so many issues. You know, I, I, I'll play devil's You, you, if you turn on the TV today, your your mind's going into a place of just wander of overwhelmingness. Sure. You know that you are just floating in the universe, and there's there's nothing connecting you or, or holding you uh, to ground. And again, that's why we really have to look through all of that smog and just find something and and work it. You know what I mean? Right. Whether that be through business, whether that be through personal, uh, whatever. You know, we are, you know, we are our own legacies, you know what I mean? And what we do is handed down, whether we like what we've done or not. Um, so knowing that you really just kind of sometimes have to take the upper hand and, right. and make it mean something, not for yourself always, but for somebody else. Absolutely. And now, right, uh, John said, I don't think money alone will help political, educational. Well, Absolutely. Right. I mean, the, going back to the poverty thing, you know, you're not learning uh, when you're starving. Um, children uh, in the United States, you know, we've worked our social programs to help get food to children at schools to make sure that their mind is on their work because uh, you can't do that when you're hungry. Um, these things don't exist in underdeveloped uh, or developing countries. Um, school is a dream uh, and definitely eating at school is a dream. Uh, Clean water so. is a dream. You know what I mean? Like it's, they don't have the basics, guys. And we're over here bitching <laughs> about God knows what every day. You can't unknow this stuff. So, I mean, we're, we're going to drive you guys crazy because it's not going away. And the problem's only getting worse after this pandemic. It's, it's only all gotten worse. So yeah, it, it's and, time to come together. And it is systemic. If you look at, like, Nigeria and when they look at solving their poverty and they're incessantly in a cycle together, um, you know, these are the things that they talk about. It's it's their policies, their social policies that don't support it. Um <laughs> <laughs> is not about money. No, it's it's really not because right. within the system you'll find people that donate their time and their services, um, which could equate to money if you want to think of it like that. 
Um, but again, where's money being allocated that too? Like he's saying, he's got, you know, rich, some of the rich schools don't even have pencils. Right. No. Mean, like, what, what kind of world are we living in? Yeah. No, you're, the yeah. priorities are non-existent. Right. I think being out of regular society the last year and a half hmm. is really just seeing how indoctrinated we are to a specific way of thinking. Cause when you're right. away from that. And you start to see things kind of open up in a different way. I mean, man, the brainstorming that comes off it, you know, right. when you look at it, like you, you mentioned something about pencils. Gina and I spent the last year homeschooling our kids, uh, you know, um, on our own dime. Right. Um, and literally just watching people that weren't teaching our children, you know, in these testing uh, benchmarks and things like that. And the kids taking the test and then, you know, the kids doing good or not doing good, but no action after, like literally a number for a budget. And it was, that's it. I mean, I was blown away. You and know, I was a teacher, so I was ready. <laughs> yeah, she was not surprised. I was like, no. like a whole new world. Like, again, though, where are priorities? You know what I mean? And, and a school's priority, a public school is to have funding for their school. That's it. Um, you know what I mean? And, and make sure your kid's there because that's part of the funding. Sad but true, guys. Yeah, rain or shine. Get them in there. Altruistic now. So bottom line is, we have a lot of work to yeah. do. And Top to bottom, right to left, yeah. inside and, now. And we want to work with our networks, right. this, this community, because again, like one of the bigger things about charity and philanthropy and all these things is like having the ability to sit with like people and make something happen. Okay, <laughs> make something happen, right? We all right. sit here and I watch these beautiful uh, live events about you know, being a mentor um, and taking business and, you know, transforming it and transforming its culture. Like, let's get some human behaviors in there that actually impact outside of the office right. um, and, and change what they're already doing. Yes. You know what I mean? Just take it up a notch. <laughs> what do you say? Gina's a teacher. Lolo's the enforcer. It's so opposite. <laughs> <laughs> we're both teachers, but she's definitely an enforcer. True. <laughs> Got a firm backhand. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Ow. Ow. <laughs> um, all right. I got. I mean, you know, like I don't know, guys. I mean, we we got a lot of work to do, and yeah. you're going to hear from us a lot, and we're going to start doing weekly lives, and we're going to talk about this, and we're probably going to do monthly fundraisers. Yeah. Because I don't think the education part's enough. Yeah. You know, we have we got to light a fire under some people and fix yeah. our LinkedIn live while we're at it. Yeah, no, this is going to get fixed by next time we'll figure out what happened. But yeah, like there's so many things that we do um, in our personal lives that we want to be able to like hear, you know, like this is a gift for me. You take this and somebody gets helped. Right. Um, and we want to be able to set those metrics and then share with you the success of that and what that looks like in a real way. Right. Um, again, we talked a little bit about if, when we first came out and Gina Wellness is a business that generates revenue from product development um in um and we utilize the the resources that we have to try to generate things uh you know for your health right giving you products that are health based and really focused and educational in there and then helping somebody besides ourselves you know with those things and bringing awareness along the way, because yeah. like most of you will message me on a daily basis. Like this is not everyday knowledge. This is not something you were taught in school. This is not something you learned at work. This is not, no one wants to talk about health and wellness and well-being and holistic remedies and what, you know, mother nature has to offer. That That's not the average conversation, but it's in our house. So we're going to try and get it a little more 
every day in your house as well. If you'll let us. I mean, you know, John's here. I mean, we, you know, we have some things to go over, but I mean, like there's so many, um, even in this room right now, I mean, the people that we've talked to, they, they have a vision, right? And it, it looks different for everything, but it, their end vision is well thought out. Yeah. Just need those those helpful and supportive elements, you know, to get it to the right hands. Um, and that was also one of our like, stronger suits, you know, from our uh, earlier days. <laughs> Yes, we need your funds and your help fundraising. Thank you. Because he's blind. Well, Gina created a product called See Better We have eye drops. Don't worry. We got you. We got you. What other excuse you got? And I'm a great leader. Like, we can just grab the elbow. We'll bring you down the aisles. This is awesome. No, for sure. wandered over to YouTube. Guys, honestly, thank you so much. It's the first time we've ever been live. Yeah, and that support means the world to us. And now you're just going to be stuck with us. Look what you got yourselves into. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, gosh, I mean, maybe we should just wrap it up and try and fix our LinkedIn Live and get back at it again. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Honestly, thank you for tuning in. Um, and we will be back at it probably next week. You know, thank you. We're getting all the comments in and probably is such a kidder. <laughs> He's the best. Yeah, right. You know, I, quite honestly, we've got one, two, three, three of our favorite people that we've had on the Hempy Hour podcast are in the room today. Yeah, that's way cool. Yeah, we appreciate the losses in there, but thank you. <laughs> yes, thank you very much. Uh, the Hempy Hour will post tomorrow. Wednesday yeah. is our, our day of the happy hour. So we'll have a podcast out tomorrow. We'll be live again next week. Um, we'll keep you guys posted. Patreon will be launching soon and that'll be directly connected yeah. to feed my starving children. And you guys will have messages in your inbox ready to help and spread with your network. And let's, yeah. let's save our children. Let's yeah. feed some babies together and make this world a better place. Uh, One love. Bye guys. Thanks again. <laughs>